2: bears podcast it is a new week kind of it's tuesday i want it to be a new week <laughs> we're moving on we're on the Tampa. not really though because we're going to give our grades from this pathetic performance against the pa- packers hi guys adam Hogue, mark Carmen, greg regs jr
1: test your voice
0: Testing, I'm, testing. I'm not gonna lie, improving. I'm, it's I mean, improving.
1: Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm hoping that over the next sixty minutes, you two amazing people will be able to improve my mood because right now, well,
0: it's, it's hard. It's hard. You, we want to move on. We want. I want to improve your mood. I want to move my, on to Tampa. My and mood is nothing. Then I'm here to- in Jaquan Brisker's. You know, over there on 6-7, he's talking about the Bears fan. He's talking about the Bears fans. He's not talking about the game. He's Took talking a about – personal
2: shot at Greg Bragg. Yeah,
0: he's talking to me. He's talking to us. He's worried about how, what, how early we're booing. He said we need to have his back – their back more and not boo so early in the games. How about play better? You'll get cheered. Be prepared. The whole team, I'm not just talking to Brisker. We all want you guys to be great. We're not booing cuz we we hate you. We're booing cuz we know you're better than this. So to come out today and start calling out the fans is ridiculous.
1: Let's let's start there because I think that's a premise that actually Bears players have. Can put the but no. I know everybody's fired off about this game. Can we talk
2: about the most important thing here today? We have a brand new city in our company. That we are excited Fit about. Philadelphia, Delphi asked, uh, Carm, I plus, love... Uh, don't start singing. Shut
1: up. <laughs> s- that's twice stop singing. Twice in two days. You,
2: you don't understand. Sh- this is what the people want, for you to stop singing. I disagree. Yeah. Totally disagree. I you, see that, secret... That b- is... Well, what's I going s- on here, Lawrence, I is you're... Your, I don't know what you're doing, but you're not in... We're all, ch- off, we're all off because you're not here, but Sarah's here, and we're really happy about it. Karma hello, asked hello. to brighten the mood, and me. started on a five-minute rant about Jaquan Brisker.
1: Three shows going on right now. <laughs> it's three islands. That's where we're at today. There
0: literally is three shows all at once. Going now here comes and Kevin.
1: This, now the second person shows, who doesn't have a microphone shows. talking
2: on the show. What's the fourth show?
1: <laughs> I'd like to make a request in honor of PHLY. Give me your best voice to men. Ooh. No. Yes, let's do it. No. Let me back up.
2: If anybody missed it, if anybody missed it, Philadelphia is in the mix here at All City. P-H-L-Y launched this morning at 8 o'clock Eastern Time, 7 o'clock Central. I was up early for it. I was grinding film. I was tweeting out what was going on. What?
1: You You were late. Today. Up I've been now, up since gonna, 5 in the morning. No, well, you were late. today. You I was were, not late. You sent out a directive earlier this week. You yeah, said, go, go watch the
2: security cameras what time I pulled in that lot and was on the phone uh,
1: doing company business yeah, I don't, don't. I downstairs. Ma- Mark thinks he's you the only one working said here. in seat 1115. <laughs> you showed up 1122. Braggs was afraid to say anything, but I said I will wait for the show and say that Hogue had a loaf and was late. Not loafing. <laughs> I'm not saying you weren't loving, but you were late. Also,
2: uh, just ignoring Carm. Might do it the whole show, actually, (laughs) at this point. Uh, But seriously, check out PHLY. We're really excited about it. We did an amazing job, especially when it comes to our NFL team over there. Zach Berman, Bo wolf they are the goods. If you do not know who they are, go follow them on Twitter, at ZBerm, and then... um, but I think Bo is just at Bo wolf. I think Uh, Bo's hilarious. They've been doing the best Eagles podcast for a while now. It is now part of the all city network. I wish the bears played the Eagles this season so that we could collaborate a little bit more, but, uh, big and, and Brian Baldinger part of the team
1: too. Baldy big time. That's huge. Uh, correct if i'm wrong but i'm pretty certain that philly is a decent sports city with a passionate fan base for literally every corner that you go to you know what's underrated about philly like let me go back and let me let me let's just go back in time give, give me give me a temple give me a villanova give me and in addition to an eagle a philly a sixer A flyer. It's so good. I love Philly. I gave him him one
0: gift as a member of the family. You don't respect respect Temple Bucket. I gave him one. I don't. I gave them one. I gave the Philly. I take that back.
2: Uh, J-Mac, I love Temple.
0: (laughs) Gave our P-H-L-Y. Um football podcast, one gift for being a part of the family. I gave them the video I have of the double doink because I was at the game with my good friend Jake, and you can literally hear his heart break in half. It's it's quite comical as much as I wanted to jump in the lake that night as well. Mm.
2: Alright, well, my only request to PHLY is that we can have Jalen Carter on the Bears. So, can we please trade the fourth round pick back? Yeah, yeah you guys... That's Can we please have Jalen
1: Carter? We need him more than you do.
0: Seriously, um, we do. Yeah, we do.
2: We, you don't need him. Come on. You're the Eagles. The Bears do. Um, all
1: right. Well,
2: one thing I can tell Jaquan Brisker is that if you think Bears fans booed too early, uh, Eagles fans would have booed even earlier. And um, Braggs seems to be personally offended here.
0: Yeah, it just irritates me. It's It's definitely irritating to read that. Talking about booing too early, having our backs. Why don't you have our backs? As the fans, the loyal fans, the fans that we had one fan that came to our tailgate that drove all the way from Texas to see this game.
2: We don't need to watch this again. What are we Why doing? Why is this happening?
0: Is that, I, Why did you even tweet that? I'm mad at you. I'm sorry that I tweeted it, but it's quite comical. Anyway. Great seats, though. Yeah, they were good seats. We are in the Cadillac Club. Good times. Welcome, Philly. But, yeah, going back to Jaquan Brisker, um, to me, it's just disrespectful. Like I said, we had a fan that flew all the way from Texas or drove from Texas. We had a fan that flew all the way from Australia. I don't know if Jaquan Brisker realizes, but the cheapest ticket to get in the house for Soldier Field was four hundred dollars for the seat at the highest row of the stadium, not talking about behind the bench. Behind the bench, those tickets are thousands of dollars.
2: Well, three eighty if you used our if our you use the game
0: time, game time app, yeah, if you off use the game time app.
1: Exactly. So and Bragg's numbers, are not exactly right, but the point is that it it is very it was very expensive to get expensive there. It's
0: Expensive for these hardworking fans to go to these games and support you guys. And when we're booing, that's not because we hate you. We support this team. We support you, Jaquan Brisker. But you guys have to play play better. And booing is a sign of us saying you are better than this.
1: Listen, I I like Jaquan Brisker a lot. I think Jaquan Brisker's a great guy. I think if he was able to stay healthy, he's gonna be a hell of a football player. Jaquan Brisker can we back up to I'm what what did he say I was I Bragg's. I haven't heard this. I don't know what he well, said. Well, I read it
0: to you before the um, show started.
1: He said that they. So he, go I'll, ahead. Go ahead. Re, re, re. So the one. Qu- but our listeners were not in our pre-show Okay, meetings, so yes, Greg. that's true. I <laughs> don't know what he I said. I apologize.
0: So six <laughs> mean, seventy score put out while emphasizing he understands where Bears fans are coming from and their frustration. Safety Jaquan Bresker also wishes fans would have our back more and not boo so early in games. Brisker says, the Bears fans should have our back a lot more and be patient. The first or second quarter, that's early. The clock didn't hit zero yet. The game wasn't over, and now Brisker wants to turn over a new leaf. You know what, well then don't, don't talk about what the fans were doing on Sunday. Let's just look towards Tampa and not worry about what the fans need to be doing. And let's worry about what you guys need to do to make up for that abysmal loss on the lakefront. That's what I would say. It's just disrespectful. I'm sorry. It's tone deaf. You know how disappointing that game was? For Bears fans, we have had three decades of getting our ass kicked by two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers looked more prepared than this team who put up so much hype going into this season. I just, that is a a line you've now crossed. You guys got to step up this Sunday and we'll be happy to welcome you with open arms week four. But this is the nature of the beast here in Chicago and we're going to boo and we're going to cheer, but we're always going to be passionate about our team.
1: Brisker is just just picking a little bit of a fight that you will never win. You you can't. You got to let the fans be fans. That's just the way it is, which is why I get along so smittenly with everybody that hates me here. Because, you know, I just I love you back. And it's you're allowed to hate. Um, by the way, I love the new decomposing karm out of nowhere. Who's this guy? Love him. And uh, <laughs> cramming ain't easy. This is a big day in the chat for me. Decomposing karm. It's not even my cousin, I don't think. But so look, Jaquan. Hey, I love you. I think you got tons of talent. I think your heart's in the right place, but there has been, and he does an enormous amount of talking about things that this team has just not accomplished at all. So, the, give me, give the, me, hold on, hold on, just, just, give me more, Jalen Johnson. We got our ass kicked. Yep. Just just a little more honesty. Justin Fields doesn't need to be apologizing, but more of that. I'm sorry for the way we played. Going, You know, y- you gotta, there's got to be some level of uh, perspective here that Jaquan seems well, to be missing. And, and you and talk he-
0: about the clock didn't hit zero yet. I mean, a few times they panned to the sidelines and everyone looked dejected on that sideline. That's true, too. So the clock didn't hit zero. Why are you guys looking, you know, hype each other up? You know, I'm watching the game last night, and Steph Diggs, Stephon Diggs is trying to hype up Josh Allen after he made a huge mistake and try to come back to tie that game to send it to overtime. They didn't give up. Obviously, the game was a little more close than what it turned into for the Bears. But, you know, Roshan Johnson was the only guy that – really had that spark and that fight while the bears were getting smacked in the mouth yet again by our rivals. So have a little bit of that attitude and stop talking about what the fans need to be doing. Hey, yeah.
2: Hope. Hey guys, how you doing? Um, I've been doing this long enough to know you just don't question the fans. Just don't do it. You're never going to win. Um, and Definitely, when you have the context of how far, and we've talked about this the last couple of days, how many people we saw Sunday, met Sunday at our tailgate that came from all over the world, literally, to come to that game. If I spent thousands of dollars to come here from Australia, I would have booed on the opening kickoff when there was a penalty.
1: And, it, and, like you, I said, and you would have been within your right. You know yeah. who got you know who got a ton of booze in this town and handled it. As good as you could possibly handle, it was Alfonso Soriano. He got a huge contract, and they booed the living crap out of him every time they asked him. Yeah, the fans have the right to do whatever they want to do. That's what he said all the time. I know that's not a Bears reference. I get it. I get the look over there. Why are you referencing Soriano? But he, but he was a guy that got a ton of flack, and he handled it perfectly. No one's even coming at Brisker. No one's saying anything about Nine. They're just.
0: I get that you got your teammates back, but come on, man. Again, it doesn't mean we don't have your back, Jaquan.
2: Brisker actually played all right. Uh, he's one of the he's one of the guys who actually ended up in the plus um should we get to uh, some grades yes but l- last comment on
1: it by the way I, to his point though booing eh, I don't think it helps I don't think it ever I don't think it's ever a good choice I don't, I don't think it helps the team I don't think it I know it might feel good you're allowed to do it go right ahead I'm not telling you not to do it but if, if we're looking for something that actually helps I don't think that I don't See, think that's I
2: disagree it. Um, in it depends in this case in one game when you're out there as a player and you hear the whole stadium booing you it probably does not help i i completely agree Mm. and i could see why a player certainly would not enjoy it um which clearly jaquan brisker did not uh dj moore said something about this yesterday too or on sunday i think he commented on the booing um Or maybe that was a fake tweet that was going around, now that I think about it. Be careful. You can't keep...
0: I've fallen for those before.
2: Yeah. Now now I think about it. He did talk
0: about that he said, DJ Moore, that they didn't have enough energy.
2: I think he talked about it, and then somebody took it out of context on Twitter is what happened. But regardless, um, where I do think it can make an impact sometimes, Carm, is when, like, regime changes are needed.
1: Right. That's different.
2: Yeah. Like, right now... That's different. An empty stadium with 500 people on the south side just booing
1: or chanting sell the team? No. Please keep that going. Right. Right. On a a larger macro level, when the entire... Guaranteed rate field is is yelling sell the team. You might get what you want, not that. Well, you're but, not going to get what. You well, you're want not going to get this, that. But, but you, but you, but it did get to the point that he, that Jerry Reinser said it was the worst season ever, and he got rid of Rick Hahn and Kenny right. Williams. You know that. So that's different than like a dude throws an interception and you boo him off the field. You think the guy doesn't know he sucks right now? I mean, does he really need to be booed by you? I don't. I don't see the how that. Yeah, happens. I
2: don't think it helps players in the moment. I I think it can help uh, get organizational change sometimes when
1: it's needed and I'll, I'll say this too I think booing is extremely warranted and encouraged in my mind if you see a dude loafing as I see Chase Claypool in the chat here huh Nah that doesn't bug me some dude's busting his ass and he's you know having a really bad day and not catching the football or whatever loafing different Execution trying hard sucks. That boo I'm not for it. Yeah. Personally. Um
2: Yeah. Should we get I think we should do a break
1: probably before
2: okay, we Okay, sure. Get do the break and breaks. then we'll f- get to the we're grades. We're far enough into this thing. Um if I can pull
1: it up so. By the way, we don't have breaks. I'll we just, say we this, just have we, we just have love for too. our sponsors. When
0: there were no fans in the stands the year of COVID. Yeah. You know, they've the players talked about how much they miss the fans because they you need that energy. You need that's a big part of the game. So you can't have your cake and eat it too. Part of the fans is we're gonna cheer and we're gonna boo. Okay, Greg. You're spend a lot of money to no, to support the See cause. what you guys did
1: to Greg? Nobody put a gun to your head to 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 pay to go in. Yep. You know that, right? Yep. I, I, you are you are you are the leader of Bears Twitter. You are the most you are. I think you are the most passionate nah, Bears nah, fan. Nah. I it's know it's not
0: a competition.
1: It is a competition. No. Everything's a competition. The guy
0: from Australia flew all the way to watch the Bears. He's a bigger Bears fan than me. I haven't flown up. Ins-
1: that, that, okay, fine. There might be people that are uh, of equal to you. You make signs and go to games as so an do ad- other fans. As airman,
0: ad- dresses up and has gone to yeah. every game since nineteen eighty one. So okay. it's not just, a competition. Just take the
1: damn compliment, you jerk. It's not a competition. Fine. I take it back. You're not oh. the best fan. you. Thank in you. fact, you're average. you. Thank you borderline you. suck. <laughs> boo. I boo you. <sighs> back to you, Hogue.
0: We'll get you in a good mood <laughs> after the ad break.
1: <laughs> Bragg's a terrible fan. Boo. <laughs> Chose media and being in here than going to games anymore. Left his fandom to do this. Boo. FOCO yes. is a great sponsor
2: <laughs> uh, if you are a fan like Greg or anyone else that, you know, applies to the whatever just happened in the last two minutes of this conversation. Uh, FOCO's there for you to get fitted out in the best sports gear around. They have hoodies, they have shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between, and Yeah, I guess whether it's baseball season or football season, they got what you need. Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for a game. And, of course, a lot of the items you see here on our awesome set here at CHGO, they are courtesy of FOCO. They've donated an awesome uh, amount of pieces for the set. So please go show them some love in return. Check out Foco.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use promo code CHGO for 10% off.
1: If you're an average fan like Greg Braggs and you used to go to games, but you don't anymore, and you want to watch the Bears on TV, then you should get FUBO TV. That is your best TV that you can do. 140 live channels of sports and shows and movies and news, college football, your Big Ten, the NFL, of course, the Bears, the NFL Network, the Red Zone. The Ryder Cup, literally all of it. No contract, no cable, no hassle. Sign up, start watching, live the dream. You know this. You, by the way, you can start watching immediately with a free trial to see if you like it. It is worth checking out. You're gonna fall in love with Fubo TV, the most Chicago sports for the lowest prices. Are you listening to me? Most Chicago sports, lowest prices. Fubo TV. You want to do this? Watch your favorite college football and NFL with Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com. Forward slash chgo. You can sign up for fifteen percent off your first month of Fubo Pro. It's great for diehards that go out and like Bear Man are the best fans, and then even for the average fans who used to go and don't do it anymore.
2: <laughs> All right, it is a Tuesday after a game. Uh, this is uh, usually when I have my grades finalized and uh, ready to share with you the best three players and the worst three players from this game, and. Um, there were some bright spots, believe it or not. Should we go out with the optimistic take first?
1: It honestly makes me feel better each week when you do your grades because I trust your analysis more than I trust anything in life. And so when you say that somebody played well, even though I didn't think they did, I feel better about the team. So go ahead. Okay. Please start with the positives.
2: Um, well, here's the obvious one first. Roshan Johnson.
1: Oh, well, I, I knew had, that one. I
2: only had him down for one negative play the entire game. Um, he was actually in there early in the second quarter. Uh, he it wasn't all just garbage time touches. His block. I shared a clip on Twitter this morning at Adam Hogue of him blocking on a Justin Field scramble. First of all, he picks up the blitz early. Then he carries the guy all the way downfield to where Justin ends up uh, picking up ten or something yards. Um, so that's a fun clip if you want to go check it out. He was involved running the ball. He trucked that guy um he caught the ball over and over again late that was some of that was garbage time but still he he basically showed you everything we've been telling you about Roshan Johnson which is he is probably the most complete back on this team hitting every category you want a running back to hit so I'm going to be very intrigued going forward to how many touches he gets and how long the Bears uh deny that he's the best running back on the team
0: it better be this Sunday. He needs to be, He led the t, He led the running backs in snaps, like you said, a lot of garbage, that was, yeah. right, garbage time. I, I think if
2: it's a close game, that's not the case. But at the
0: same time, yeah. the Bears are the ones that messed up. I mean, on the third and one and fourth and one debacle to start the game, you have Roshan Johnson. You yeah. know what he's capable of. This is what you drafted him for. They should have put him in right there, and they probably would have found out who he was right then and there.
1: Let me just boil this down. You are now Matt Eberflus. Oh God! You are Luke Getze. Are you starting Roshan next week?
2: Um, I don't know if I'm going that far. I am, but I am getting him
1: involved very you, early. You playing him over Deontay Foreman? Ro- yes. They okay. need to
0: get in the I formation, so use your fullback, and and wear defenses down with some power.
2: He asked me the question, Greg. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hi, how are you? Oh, I've got I'm questions. For, I've got questions for you too, buddy. Good
0: vibes today. <laughs>
1: um. Oh. Uh, yeah. No.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's go, coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no,
1: this. This is. This is. This is. This is what happens at zero and one after 38-20. <laughs> this is what's going on. Thanks.
2: Well, Thanks. here's the coaching Thanks. perspective on it for real. How. Comfortable is he in the entire scheme in the entire offense? That's always the question that fans never think of, that never don't want to talk about. We don't know yet. I think Roshan J- Johnson's in the category of players that picks this up pretty quickly. Yep. But to just throw him in there and be like, "Hey, you need to know every single play in the playbook," instead of a smaller package, that's different. Okay, so, so I, I, I don't know the answer to that right now. That's the only reason why I hesitated when you asked me the question, Carm. About how early I throw him in there? Is he fully the RB one? There has to be uh, a trust factor that he's going to be able to execute every single thing in the playbook.
1: Yes. No. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that to not really pushing back on Hogue, but if I was to do the logical connect the. Roshan Johnson, his work ethic to how much he understands the playbook, I'm going to guess that he's got a pretty damn good understanding of it because that guy is an all-in dude and does everything the right way. Which also, just for the record, not that it's a big deal, Justin Fields was healthy in week one, and let's hope that he's going to be healthy in week two, but this concept that Tyson Bajant doesn't know the offense, I don't believe it. Because that guy is an all-in dude too. So I would elevate. If you want to start elevating people, to my own question, I would elevate Bajin and Roshan to at least number two. Because I don't know what's going on (laughs) with Deontay Foreman, but he does not look super engaged to me. Something is something
0: is just. Yeah, he had a couple. I don't know how he slid Bajin into this, but that's. Well, I but (laughs) I
1: don't but I didn't like that I don't like that that narrative that was out there that he's too too it's too early for him to be the backup. No, it's not. No, it's not.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said a minute ago, I just think. He needs to be the RB one. He's a tone setter, and then you've got Khalil Herbert as your change of pace back. They're going to split reps at the end of the day for the most part. But let Roshan Johnson be your tone setter. Use the fullback the way he's intended. Put him in the I formation, and and if you you know have him run a route here and there, that's that's what Kari Blazen game should be. You don't you. How many times are they in shotgun on the thirty seven snaps? You know, like, let's get under the eye. You I know, mean, when they ran, they were in that,
2: eleven personnel basically the entire game. Right. So and when I didn't understand it,
0: when they run that play action and Justin Fields is dead to rights, well, how many times did they run play or run an eye formation and actually ran the ball? So when you do that naked boot, he he, the you know the defensive lineman isn't sniffing it out like that. You know, to it, it's just.
1: I mean, it's 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 a. It's a two-back league. I mean, if you were watching last night and you saw Aaron Rodgers tear his ACL in the fourth play of the game, you also saw Brees Hell being dominant. Couldn't play better. Got 10 carries. Dalvin Cook got 13. Well, he's coming off a torn ACL. I know. You knew that was interesting coming
2: into the game. But All the- right, um, Next, on to the next player. No. Don't know how this one will lead to Tyson Bajant. Um, <laughs> Tremaine Edmonds, I actually thought, played well. I thought he was... I mean, you obviously would like uh some maybe some higher impact plays, like a turnover here and there, but that's a lot. I mean, you're not going to get that every game. I thought he was I thought even Edwards I thought was fine too. So, um he was high on my list of guys that played played well enough in this game to end up in the top 3. Um and then another guy because you can De- debate it all you want, but the Bears were better against the run in this football game. They held them to I think two point something yards per carry, uh, under 100 yards rushing. With you're playing a good offensive line with yep. two good running backs, that is something to celebrate. I know fans get frustrated, they get gashed here and there for a seven eight yards. It wasn't perfect. I tweeted that yesterday, but. There were some good signs there that this team will be better against the run, and one of those reasons who also ended up in my top three was Andrew Billings, the big nose tackle, actually lined up in a zero technique a few times. And both times, I saw him do that at least twice, and both times he got in the backfield in a hurry, dominating Josh Myers, the Packers center. So he
1: also, in my mind, had a pretty good game. I saw Tremaine flexing out there. I just saw a lot of communication problems and he's the leader of the defense I don't know how much you, I mean that's not going to be something that we're going to be able to dissect when you go back and watch the tape we got to, you know, but whatever's going on as far as getting guys in the right spots and that defense coming together and we heard Matt Eberflus in his press conference yesterday he said a thousand times time on task if you watch it, time on task, time on task, time on task, this defense has not had enough time on task coming together and playing together. And part of that is that Tremaine was hurt and missed a huge chunk of time, the key guy in the middle of the defense. So another thing that Flew said yesterday, long-winded, apologize here, but that they are going to improve as the season goes along. So there is, And there is an enormous amount of room for improvement right now. So I like that you're teeing that up, and I think there's just a – a huge opportunity for him to bring this thing a little more synergy, so to speak.
2: Uh, as far as the bottom three goes, uh, a couple offensive linemen on this list for me. Um, this was definitely one of those weeks where pro football focus and myself did not agree on some things. I think they gave Darnell Wright a pretty high grade. I saw Darnell Darnell Wright struggle quite a bit. I thought pro football focus was also too harsh on Nate Davis, I'm not saying played well, but they had him down for like seven or was it nine pressures? I didn't count nine pressures. I mean, I'm saying again, I'm not saying Nate Davis played well, but I thought they were a little harsh there. And Darnell Wright, I thought was constantly um, struggling against those edge rushers from the Packers, and uh, so I didn't. He's a rookie; he'll get better. Uh, Cody Whitehair also ended up in there for me, which is a little concerning because. Um, He's kind of been trending that way the last couple of years, too. Um, and then this nobody the, wants to hear this, but it's just the truth. The quarterback did not grade out well. Justin Fields also in the bottom three.
1: How bad did he grade relative to when he has not had his best days? Not good. Like bottom of fields.
2: I don't have all that in front of me right now to say where he's his worst game of all time. No. But it was it was worse than I thought. Like live, I was like giving him more of a pass and blaming it more on the scheme and everything. And I still think that was the bigger problem overall. But uh, Fields just did not play well. So, and that's backed up by. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet but I know JT O'Sullivan has a breakdown on fields I know Tim Jenkins Tim did James. one yesterday I haven't had a chance to watch that either <laughs> but I've already seen on Twitter that I think you know, that Jenkins overall.
0: one is revealing uh Matt Bowen highlighted a few plays and it's uh, it's just disappointing it's scary you know at the end of the day because we can all rationalize it as much as we want as analysts or fans on what why fields isn't seeing. The open man downfield. Go but ahead. This is
2: comment from David. Fields wasn't bad. He just wasn't throwing to guys down, open guys downfield. That's
0: bad. Right. You, well, your the, job
2: is to get the ball to the open guys downfield.
0: So the fans narrative that's being <laughs> created is that they were told that Fields was told that because Fields said after me, the game. Trust me, he was not
2: told to miss Darnell Mooney on a wide open right. sail route.
0: He, but Fields said after the game, the game plan was horizontal, not vertical. So the the rationalization is that's why he was doing that. But I agree with you. No. Like, at the end of the day, he has to see those reads. And you have three levels. You got your check down. You got your, you know, intermediate and your long. And if DJ Moore, Moore is wide open, you know, he's open to that criticism. He's got to see those guys. I,
2: I do think that there's a larger discussion to be had here about them coaching – the aggressiveness out of him and
1: that's a scary one right? and
2: and, and there might be some validity to it and because if it's a look these are hard decisions to make I'm not trying to make it sound like it's easy to play quarterback in the NFL it is definitely not it's probably the hardest position you can play in sports Uh, it is the hardest position to play in sports so but It's still your job at the end of the day. You're getting paid to do it. Mm -hmm. And if you're not going to do things the way they're supposed to be done, you're going to get criticized by us. You're going to get criticized by the fans. You're going to get criticized by your coaches in the film room. Right. But if it's a 50-50 split-second decision – between making a riskier throw downfield and dumping it off to the check check down when they're trying to tell you and drill it in your head over and over and over again, hit the check down, hit the check down, get the check down. I understand why he did that even when he had somebody open downfield. That's where I do worry a little bit about them coaching the aggressiveness out of Justin Fields when that has been at least when you go back to his time at Ohio State, that's what,
1: that's what he was. When he was at Ohio State, they had flashcards on the sidelines that they would hold up before the, that he, he would look over, see the flashcard, which would tell him where he was going to throw the football. He'd clap, ball come, boom, he knows where he's going. That happened a lot, according to different people that I've talked to. Not like that in the NFL.
2: No, it's not like that, but... So this is both something I'm concerned about big picture and also wondering why they don't try it more. Or maybe they are and I'm just missing it. Good offenses in the NFL are being half-run by the quarterback out there. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's my understanding, though, from hearing... Okay, Bajan's name is coming up right now. Tyson Bajan talked about this in the preseason. About how there's basically two plays on every play. So, is he not getting them into the right play?
0: Was there not enough of that on Sunday? I don't know. Well, when Nick came on the postgame and and said that he asked Fields about the touchdown throw to Darnell Mooney, he checked out of it and found Darnell Mooney in the end zone. That's
2: very encouraging. That he did that But,
0: but Nick's, Nick's contention was that The coaches didn't give him enough opportunities to do that But is it that Fields wasn't I don't identifying know. it?
2: I don't know were, 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 Was there less of that? Those options in the game plan? Or was he just missing them? When I see DJ Moore lined up against a linebacker And I see GJ Moore running a five yard out Against a linebacker I'm wondering why there isn't more in this offense where you say screw that and you get an Aaron Rodgers hand signal to your number one wide receiver. I like to call it the Aaron Rodgers touchdown signal. You know, screw whatever's on. You just go do this, and that's the only read he looks at and throws in the ball. Like, you have those playmakers now. So, again, that gets back to improvement. That was week one. Maybe they learned some things here. Right. Maybe they know, like, hey, we need to do a little bit more of this. And that those are the things that you get better at throughout a season.
0: Because to your point of did they coach this out of him, the, the, the only obs- – I got a ton wrong heading into this week one game. We all know this. I thought the Bears would win, and I thought they'd play great. They did neither. But the one observation I did make at camp that stood out to me that was from the negative aspect was – why aren't we seeing any deep passes? And that was in 7-on-7s seven and 11-on-11s. And in 7-on-7s, seven you know, you the idea is to get the ball out quick. There's no pass rush. But everything was checkdowns. And I've gone to camps for 20 years and seen some pretty bad offenses throughout those 20 years. But never until this year, never, and I said this in August, early August, August 8th to be exact, I said <laughs> – I have never seen a camp with such a lack of deep passes. And, and so that the question remains, is that because they're coaching it out of him or that he's not seeing it? So, so okay,
1: the Chicago Bears coaching staff, I'm going to try to bottom line this, is still actively searching for a way to make Justin Fields the best quarterback he can be. So one of the coaching points clearly as they've gone through the offseason, by the way, Otto out there, Otto Jonesboro with his funny comment, I missed the offseason. I thought that was funny. Uh one of the directives from the offseason, I think that is obvious that we can surmise here is that hey, hit the check down more. Hit the check down. Does that mean they've coached out of him throwing the ball downfield? That's certainly not what they were trying to do, but they were, uh, but I think it's pretty obvious that they're trying to make things easier for them. So we are still in the middle in year three, year two with this coaching staff of everybody trying to figure out how can we best do this with Justin Fields to make him successful so the Bears can win games. We are in a work in progress, period, end of story. That's my best bottom lining of what's going on right now. Henceforth. Uh, Fort with to wit. <laughs> it's going to take a little more time before we get there, team. The road is going to be a little rocky. We'll see how they I do this I just have New a hard start.
0: time believing that Luke Getzey is drawing up plays where receivers are running routes and only one of the options is the option they want him to hit.
2: No, that's just not how. It, that's not what's going that's on. That's not what's going on at all, uh, 100%. So as is usual uh, in football and in life, it's uh, – multiple things can be true at the same time and Sunday the quarterback was bad the offensive coordinator was bad the offensive line was bad uh the blocking by the wide receivers was bad what else
0: the fans were bad fans bad too early
1: bad Bad fans Yep. if you Uh, missed the start of the show we're being sarcastic about that one the I mean Demarcus Walker is complaining about the scheme to how to get to the quarterback he doesn't think that they know how to do that either. There is a little – they don't know how to get to the quarterback. Well, and that was like up. you <laughs>
0: said yesterday, Mark, I mean <laughs> – Okay. <laughs> and you said it yesterday, Mark. You you said it, and I felt the same way, that Fields took a subtle jab at Luke Getze by saying that that was the game plan. Well, why did you do that? Well, that was the game plan.
1: It, and if it's not a jab, it's a, hey, which he's done going back to last season, don't put this all on me. You ain't gonna dump all this on my on, at my feet. That ain't happening. So, a um, couple, and, of, yeah. couple other things
2: um, from just from the tape that's sort of intertwined in the grades. Um, one is to nobody's surprise, they do think they probably fix this as the game went along, but the cadences were a major issue early, and this was a talking point in training camp. When we heard from Getze about how many of these different cadences they were trying to try to keep the defense on its toes, and you had Braxton Jones jump off sides once. Uh, Another time, it wasn't even called when he was clearly early. And then the very next play, the whole offensive line jumps and balls not snapped. So that was great. (laughs) The the communication between the center and the quarterback, not great. Then again, Lucas Patrick wasn't the center the whole offseason.
1: Illegal motion, the entire offensive line, five-yard penalty, Chicago. So when we rewind
2: the back to early August, when we hear the offensive coordinator talk about all the cadences and stuff, that was Cody White Airplane Center. All that work that they were putting into it, there was a different player. So – Time on task. That's did they cool. have to peel away – from what they were teaching, right? Like did they, did they, or, or uh, let me rephrase. Did they have to peel away what they were trying to do in the first quarter? Did they have to simplify the cadences as the game went along because they were having so many so many issues in their own stadium. By the way, on offense.
1: That was concerning to me. Didn't like that. Yeah. Well, but predictable, right? They tried to put as rosy of a picture on guys not being out there as possible. But the reality was, like, how's this going to work? You have a completely different offensive line. They haven't played together. Probably not going to start out great here. And it didn't. I mean, it was – they should have been called for three to five more penalties at least.
0: Yeah, I thought early on they got away with some false starts or illegal motions even before it started getting called.
1: So, Hogue – Special teams coach, Carmel High School. What, what do you do with that?
0: He, you were killing it, too. Mark Potash was covering your game. You, you, you had a good I game. I mean,
1: you, do, you, do you just make it super simple? But if you do well, that... Well,
2: that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if they... Just like their their sideline adjustments in game had to be like, well, we got to throw out this cadence and this cadence and this cadence is not working. We just got to go simple, right? right. Got to get the ball snap. We can't right. have pre snap penalties, right? Then that's you, typically what you do as a coach when something in a game is not working. You scrap it for the rest of that game and try to get through the game, and then you try to, to regroup. Right. You know the coming week. That's then, I'm guessing here, but I'm I'm guessing that's what they did because the rest of the game it was better.
1: Makes it easier on the defense, too, when you're doing that. But
2: that's the problem. Yes, right. now you're hurting your offensive line. But if your offensive line can't execute the thing that's designed to help you... Right. It, it, it's it's why football is beautiful and also frustrating sometimes. Um, also, I thought Fields was telegraphing those screens a lot. What I mean by that is... Snap. Like... I think, no, I think Getzi was telegraphing the screens, too, by calling too many of them. <laughs> I think this, you could see the Packers on the All-22 just, like, f- tire defense flowing that way. Have a counter. Have something off of that. Jesus. Um, but Fields also just too deliberate with them. If, if you know what I mean. Like, there's no – his eyes got to be elsewhere at the snap. He just immediately – It's. A, I don't think that that was
1: helping.
0: Probably didn't like the play goals. No,
1: another you – know? G- fair enough. Another area for improvement. I just saw a chat, by the way, come full through for four ninety nine. that uh, Hogue and Carmen were, were – from Sangre Kim – were vehemently opposed to drafting Carter before the draft. Stop writing revisionist history. I, we, I've raised my hand every time we've talked about that when it's come up on the show, which is not about what we're talking about right now, but I just want to address – I agree. <laughs> I said it a million times. Yeah. Don't draft the guy. And I probably was wrong. Thank you very much. Well, then correct the Super chat
2: too, because my name's in there, too.
1: Yeah, and I don't think Hogue was doing that.
2: No, I was
1: (laughs) drafting Jalen Carter all day. Yeah, I was the one right here, middle seat.
0: I wanted Carter as well, but I I don't think Darnell Wright, like, we should just bail on Darnell Wright either. Well, I'm not bailing. And that's why I want
2: to be clear. It's two different conversations, right? and this is what I talked about yesterday. It It is not being upset about the Darnell Wright pick. Darnell Wright, I like Darnell Wright. I like the pick. Again, both things can be true. Jalen Carter in the middle of the defense instead of Justin Jones on Sunday would have made a difference. He had two more pressures than the entire Bears defense had on Sunday. By himself. In his first ever NFL game.
1: There's just certain talents it, you don't pass on. Right. I mean, our it, it's... you know, You know what Carter is like? Number one overall, I get it. You trade back, you get DJ
2: Moore, you get a future first-round pick. The guy still falls in your lap. That's when you still take the chance on the kid.
1: You know, you know who what Carter's like. Bragg's? Who? Jalen Carter to the to the three technique is like you to the CHGO tailgate. <laughs> Without you, there is no T- CHGO tailgate. Without Carter,
0: make sure you uh, head you, out you, for there our is next n- one, Week Four against. Denver, <laughs> our DNVR crew is going to be out there, too, so it's going to be a, a really fun bash we're putting together. At the corner of Wabash and Surmac. Uh, you can you can find all-you-can-eat uh, fire, water, barbecue is phenomenal food. Where do they buy tickets? All-you-can-drink, Goose Island, and if you go to allchgo.com and hit the events tab, you will find your... This, your deals there and if you become a diehard you get a discount on that event with a free shirt right off the bat so yeah. come yeah. on out yeah and you can okay. meet us in person and challenge us on anything we've gotten wrong which is a plenty for me
1: not me and well. you can
0: meet me i'll be there and all sarah, right sarah. <laughs> sarah.
1: yes Sarah'll sarah will be in. there too she's the one who checks you in she did a great job uh there's 7,000 super chats they want to get to yep, duke i've been watching you
2: but first football is back in full swing With another week of epic games, let's go. Who's got you covered on the action for every single one
1: of them? Do you guys know the answer to this? I have an idea, but I think you should tell everybody. It is DraftKings DraftKings Sportsbook. of course. An official sports betting
2: partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football. Get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings <laughs> Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use code CHGO to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www. Dot one eight hundred gambler.net in New York. Call eight seven seven eight hope and or text hope and in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort twenty one plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Please uh, see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football. Terms for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions
1: apply. Excellent job. Alright. Uh, I actually think that this is very important for me and Braggs and maybe even you, hog after the show. A sunny site is your home for judgment-free cannabis <laughs> shopping. place where all kind of visitors are welcome. Definitely. Like uh, ones that are you know, just in need of some chill right now to explore, discover, purchase a wide array of high quality products, Brags, Me and you, Post Show, let's do this. Uh, If you haven't already, let's go. Sunnyside's got the house of brands, the Mindy's, the high supply, the wonder, the remedy. Welcome to wellness-minded cannabis delivered in easy forms with precise doses. Mm, So good. So fresh. So reliable, like the Cresco, reliably excellent cannabis. Every little quality, every corner, they've got you. And now, through October the 15th, which is a month from now, head to sunnyside.shop. Use the code CHGO25. You get 25% off your total order. 25% off. One use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. Not only for new customers, anyone can use our code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football season. You do have to be 21 or older or an Illinois Med card holder. Get involved. Sunnyside.shop. Use that code CHGO. 25% off. All right. Hogue. Super Chats. Take them away. Well, let's start with um, our friend Steven. B-lat, who was early on with a $40 big move. A, quote, cover charge for Carm not singing for the rest of the Bears season. He, he's literally paying $40 for me not to sing. I'm sorry, Stephen. <laughs> uh,
2: Stephen. I, Stephen, I apologize. I did not see that, know that
1: Super Chat was there for $40. I would have gotten that in in the first 30 seconds of the show. Stephen, I saw it, and I was angry, and I said, you know what, Stephen, you're going to have to wait because – Nobody puts baby in the corner. Nobody puts Carm singing. Behind
0: I'm with you, Steven. Yeah. Although I yeah, I guess I talk out of both sides of my mouth there because I do enjoy Secret Beja, man.
1: You enjoy all my songs. Uh, let's oh, see here. The
0: ones that are planned.
1: Let's yeah. can we get uh, let's get the Duke in here, $49.99 with the big one here. Got high and had an amazing idea Sunday night. Duke lives his best life. I can't remember it, but I did have another thought. <laughs> <laughs> as the Duke, I declared no such thing as a Bears fan anymore. Only football fans who happen to follow the Bears. They don't deserve to have fans. Duke, we cannot have you in the zone. You have got to come back. You can get over week one, Duke. You can get over three and fifty. It's up to the Bears to bring the Duke back. It's not up to us. No, 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 no. We're all in this together. I believe in, in our power here. The Duke, Adel, uh, the Duke of the 1999er, quote, boo. What are you going to do about it, brisker? Boo. Maybe win a damn game if you want us to stop. All right, I think the Duke is speaking for a lot of people here. Duke, Duke, come back, Duke. We need you back. One game. One game only. Nobody's saying anything. All right, fine. Tyler Kelly, $20 super chat. Right. You guys just sit here and do what you do. Uh, I, I, you know, we
0: yeah. got a lot of super chats to get through. Uh,
1: huge fan of the show, fellas. Two quick questions. Say this season ends with five or less wins. Does Poles get the green light to hire a new coaching staff? Second, Greg, do you like Briggs in that hat too? <laughs> uh, I'll handle the first one. Ryan Poles likes Matt Eberflus, Tyler. He has made that abundantly clear. He's been very happy with the flues. If they win five games, I think Poles will look himself in the mirror and say that he didn't give him enough talent. I don't expect a coaching staff changer. If they win five games, one game, zero games. Yeah, but I, I don't think they're going anywhere.
0: Anybody disagree with that? But if A Fields or B Eberflues start making the players that he drafted look bad and Poles feels his evaluation of those players is better than what they're showing. Ryan Poles will have to start either firing or get rid of players, to, you know what I mean, to get the, you know he's got to be that cutthroat, right? First
2: of all, I I, I think it's a moot point because we, were, what two weeks removed from Poles sitting up there on the press conference raving about Matt Iberflus and how right, and every chance he gets, like he loves the flus. It's not happening, now, also. I'm not giving up on m- way more than five wins this year. It was a terrible game. This team's better than what they showed Sunday. All right? Um, I hope so. But
1: <laughs> what did you say? He, <laughs> he just mumbled, I hope so. They've broken Braggs.
0: Yeah. I'm broke. <laughs> they, I don't know. It, the dude I is broken. A, Braggs is broken. I'm broke. I, Any it, anger it, I that showed. was heartbreaking I, to watch on Sunday. I don't know. It was heartbreaking. Yeah, the, the athletic. Not r- just to lose, to get your ass kicked like that.
2: What? What happens, and I'm just going to tell everyone this now, because unfortunately I've lived this too many times, and time is a flat circle covering the Bears, because here we are again in week one, talking about, is it the offensive coordinator's fault? Is it the quarterback's time fault? Time is it's a blah, blah, blah. flat circle. It's the same It's the same shit every year. Chicago Bears football. Um. But I still... And certainly that game sucked a lot of the optimism out. I still feel like this coaching staff and this quarterback as I continue to go down this road for some reason can get out of this can do better because Justin Fields like it or not is more talented than most of these quarterbacks we've seen come through this city. And if they lean on those talents even though he clearly has deficiencies in other areas if they game plan to those talents if they take advantage of having a DJ more like wide receiver on this team and they don't kill another wide receiver again figuratively in this city they can crawl out of this but if they don't the offensive coordinator gets fired not the head coach this is how it works there will be scapegoats. Maybe it'll be the old line coach. That's what happens. And I'm not saying that should happen or anything. I'm just responding to the question. There's, those are the changes that would be made at, after the end of the season if, as the super chat suggested, they only
1: win five games. Okay. Uh, 1999 from the Duke. Fluce's coaching is also suspect. Hard practices don't matter when most of your key guys don't participate. The great, omniscient, handsome Adam Job said it best. What a waste of time.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, if they're not, if they can't practice, dude, they can't practice, right? I mean, if they're hurt, that's not on. That's you can't blame the flu's for that kid.
0: One thing I'll say when you talk about you're done, you're done hearing about the hits philosophy, as much as I you know, want to believe in the hits philosophy and Eberflus and everything working out. To your point about that, it's kind of like with Nagy, with the BU and the gimmetry. These are professionals. These are adults. And when you have a system, a grading scale of hits and loafs, like I, I have a grading scale at my house for my daughter when she brushes her teeth and she does well at school and we check all the boxes and then she, you know, like these are, these are adults and I don't think Mike Tomlin has, you know, he holds his players accountable. But do you really need this chart system like we're in kindergarten? Well, you know? well like and, I think that might wear off on guys eventually.
2: Well, and so here's my question, right? Like, where's the accountability for Chase Claypool this week? I mean, he, I can't he, imagine he graded out. Uh,
1: to the standards, standards of the hits principle Hustle intensity It was interesting And I I just don't think that Matt Eberflus Is the type to throw players under the bus At the at the press conference Although when he was asked about how Justin Fields played He said he played okay Which is a, not a huge bus toss But a, at least a, a slight um, You know He's just trying to be honest I guess Maybe it's not at all I don't know But I'm going to defend but, Flus on this because yep. I know what you're about to
2: say. Like, he defended the hustle in the game. Yeah. But he wasn't asked directly about Chase Claypool.
1: And on he, and he, and, and the back end of the press conference, he was asked about the blocking out there. And he's like, everybody saw that. Yes, we need to be better. Nick asked him about that, and, and he didn't run from it. But says, as far as effort, he's like, the effort was there. Execution, individual technique was the problem is what he was talking about, which I was like, eh. I, 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 I didn't I, I mean, didn't there see was it. some
2: bad technique there was also some bad not trying
1: I, I, I didn't see some great I didn't see great effort from Chase Claypool on some of those missed blocks I'm sorry yeah so alright uh, what else we got here for Super Chats let's get Cornelius in here my guy Hogue. I don't remember you pounding on a table for Jalen Carter. Please go back and show us the clips because I remember it a little bit differently. Cornelius is after you for that one, Hogue. Did you pound on a table? I don't remember you pounding the table.
2: Um, for the I record,
0: I was pounding the table.
1: You pounded table?
2: Uh, I'm pretty sure you can go back to we the. We spent uh, a
0: lot of After darks talking about the morality of whether or not you draft Jalen Carter, correct? I don't care. I'm, I'm fine with um, Darnell Wright. Justin Fields deserved to have protection. You know, you got to you got to figure out who your quarterback is most importantly. Right. You know, and that's that was part of the the reasoning aside from the risk reward with Jalen's background. I mean, so
2: to answer the question there, uh, Cornelius, um, first of all, I encourage you to go back and check out our live draft show which is somewhere on our YouTube page because I remember as Jalen Carter fell we were having this discussion in the moment and I think most of us sitting there um, myself included said I would take Jalen Carter here I don't think they will and they traded back and then the Eagles came up and got him now further to your question though you also if you are a diehard I hope you are Cornelius still have access to our CHGO Bears 100 that we spent months and months on where we ended up with our consensus uh, top 100 for the Chicago Bears and when it was all said and done we had him at number three overall seven spots higher than Darnell Wright we had Willie Anderson Jr we had Peter Skoroski which everybody in the world remembers I wanted him and Jalen Car- Carter so if they had drafted Skaransky and I was still sitting here saying what I've been saying about Carter then yes I'd be a hypocrite because we had Skaransky higher but this was a Jalen Carter versus situation and
1: I would have wanted Carter I was the one for the zillionth time (laughs) (laughs) I said don't do it his off field is terrible and one one game in, I'm telling you I was wrong. Yeah. All right, 499. Also,
2: I would like to raise my hand and say I was probably wrong at this point of even having Skaronsky ahead of Carter. So correct. So I'm willing to admit. There and we when go. When it comes to out Wright, and I like Wright. We still like Wright. We had him 10th overall, which is where he was drafted. Great job yeah. by CHGO on that one.
1: Bear down, CHGO. Cramming ain't easy. $5. <laughs> I love you. you got so
0: many parodies.
1: Uh, I I love cramming it easy. (laughs) I'm concerned about polls. None of this one-year deals panned out last year, and his picks don't seem to be working out. I'm scared for this team, boys. Cramming it easy, you damn right. uh, Cramming it easy, it ain't easy out there. And we are that the polls home run that we're looking for. We've yet to we've yet to get it. Um, So, Uh, you know, Braxton Jones. That that's you can fly that one up as a winner, but can you? But can you? I think you can. Fifth round pick that started. I, 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 at the I, end yes. of the
0: day, all these players that they've drafted, I've I've been one of the biggest pulse proponents there is. But at the end of the day, they have. It's all about potential. They could potentially be great. We haven't really seen any of this. We've seen flashes at times. Jaquan Brisker with an um, amazing interception against New England. Kyler Gordon showing improvement as the year went on, doing great things at training camp and preseason. You know, like Darnell Wright, he's one game into this. So let's just hold off on Darnell Wright. But he's promising, potentially great, but nothing has been proven. Tyreek Stevenson, I thought, played well. You know, uh, week one at times, even though he got attacked in the end zone. If,
1: look, R- Ryan Pauls has done a good job. He just, if, if, if you're looking at the overall.
2: Roshan Johnson could be a home run. Roshan Johnson. But it's, it's one game. Right.
0: Nothing's proven yet. It's one. Everything's on the table at this point. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I want to be as excited about everything as any, as any fan. But after that game. You got to kind of reassess. I'm going to allow them to, you know, make up for that this upcoming week. But it's no more hypothetical off-season conversation crap. We've we've got games every week now to tell the story.
1: Gucci Finesse is asking well, what's going on with Kyler Gordon. We haven't addressed that yet. But uh, hand issue being looked at by the doctors. Flus has told us yesterday that he's going to tell us tomorrow what the diagnosis is. There's a lot of rumors that uh, it's not good. So we'll find out officially. Which, by the way, did you watch Robert Salah last night in his in his press conference? Uh, no,
0: Robert Sala. Thank see I you. The end of the game. Okay.
2: Well, he, he got up celebrating there celebrating my wife's birthday. Good, good job. Yeah. Well okay. then, you
0: missed the big news of Aaron Rodgers. Well, I'm aware of, Aaron Rodgers tore <laughs> Achilles.
1: But my point is that. Right when it happened, I said, that looks like an Achilles. And so did a lot of other people. And some oh, people.
0: it was a nasty video. Yeah. It looks like it hurts so much. Did yeah. you see it, Hoag?
2: I did. I was actually watching it when that happened. Well, when yeah. we well, turning it on, I was already getting alerts. That f- and then they show. And can I just say that that, that was the, sh- was that the shortest cart ride of all time? They drove him like six inches. Took
1: him to the, <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, no, they, no, they took him from the tent all the way in. No, he got off the cart though. And then he like went down the. Oh, that one, but then they put it on another card. And yeah. Two, okay, forgot. Yeah. But my, the reason why I'm bringing this up is the f- initial report during the game was that there, he has an ankle and he's questionable. And then people are writing at me, it looks like an ankle, Carm. And I'm like, there's no way he's coming back today. And, and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. And then it wasn't confirmed that it was an Achilles, but Robert got up there. And said, it's extremely concerning. It hasn't been confirmed, but it looks like he tore his Achilles. Yeah. And it was just a very honest, not losing any competitive advantage. I think, when being, a guy's, being, being, I think when
0: a guy's done for a year versus being connected to your fan base. But
2: in, in, if you're trying to connect this to Flus, not saying something about Kyler, they might actually be getting second opinions and trying to figure
1: out if he needs surgery D- or I'm not. I'm not doing it directly to Kyler. I'm just doing. I'm talking about just in in, in in general. Okay, when you can be Achilles is black
2: and white though, and it's not. You don't need an MRI to know if he tore his Achilles. Right. They, they knew. knew they knew it. They knew it. They knew it. That you, you know he's out for the year whenever you tear your Achilles. They, they all knew that. In other injuries, cases, and I think this is probably one of them with Kyler Gordon, he, he's got a hand injury. Can you play with it? Can you not play with it? Do you need surgery? Do you not need surgery? Bones are much trickier than just tearing a ligament and needing a surgery to repair it.
1: Agreed on all of that, and I also think there's a way which, with the way he connected to his fan base, that I, I think that the fluce in his second year with just talking to Bears fans, I think he can. There's a way in which he's he's being guarded up there that, that he can let go some of it, and I think it'll it'll help him out with the fan base. That's all I'm saying. I've seen some people are, are pushing back on him. I think he has a he has an opportunity to be a little bit more forthright at times, not necessarily with Kyler Gordon but i i would like to i would i would encourage that not that he's looking for my advice
0: you know what happens when the lights are so bright for all city network boys you got to wear your shady rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Mark Carmen, our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class ca- product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Double frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. Together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much needed support to nonprofit partners across the United States through Shady Rays Impact. From building playsets for pediatric cancer patients, a great cause, to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. If you don't love your Shady Rays, you want something a little different, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back like we do here at CH. Geo Sports exclusively for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to shadyrays.com and use the code CHGO for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people.
2: You know, people are saying that that's a top five read in CHGO history.
0: It's pretty good.
1: It was actually, I think, one of Bragg's greatest moments ever. Just just going rogue, needed to get the ad in, just stepped right in there, put on the sunglasses. That was awesome. I yep.
2: mean, it took an hour and seven minutes, but he finally followed he, the, run, he, the rundown.
1: He, 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 <laughs> it's not where you start, it's where you finish. Really well done, liked it. He finished strong in the fourth quarter.
2: I like it. Uh, break break, I, I like yeah. to
1: finish even stronger and just point out, you know, there's a video going around about Tom Brady. Do you see that? No. Tom Brady's shooting jump shots. Have you seen it? No. He's shooting jump shots. Okay. His, his jump shot looks incredible. You want to sing a song about it? No, I don't. But I <laughs> want to tell you that he's on the hoop court and he's got a backwards hat on. And the left hand, even though the jump shot's going in, it looks good. He's flaring out with it. So you don't wear a backwards hat when you hoop. I don't care if you're the GOAT. And I don't care that your shot's going in. You still got bad form. Brady needs to step up his game. Get the hat off.
0: Hoop you, hoop like a hooper. I, I'm thinking he's going to end up on the New York Jets in a week. That's what I think. Oh, that's a scary thought. He's not coming back. He owns the Raiders. He that is jump an shot obsessive there. human being. and that thing's... I just wouldn't put anything past it.
1: Anybody in the chat where? They
0: have a Super Bowl. I mean, Garrett Wilson last night. I was like,
1: that was an insane that catch. That was an
0: insane catch.
1: Did you see his post-game interview with SVP? Mm-hmm. Couldn't have been a cooler dude. Oh, I like Garrett Wilson. I would love to have that yeah. guy on my football team.
0: Well, we're going to have Marvin Harrison I'm, Jr. next I'm year. bummed
2: Rodgers got hurt.
0: That sucked. Whoa. I was
2: so excited I'm to watch serious? that game. He's not in the north anymore. That was one of the cooler storylines in the NFL this season. Wait, what did gonna, you
0: say about Aaron Rodgers? I'm, I I said I'm bummed. Bummed. Okay, I thought that's. I didn't hear that correct. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said you loved. I was like, wow, that's that's low. I mean, Matt Peck's on Twitter celebrating it, but oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'm sure some Bears fans are. Be I'm, you. I, Be I, you. I'm thinking more. Well, I was. I was. I was Peyton Manning. I don't know if you guys were watching the Manning cast, but, like, Peyton was like, we got to talk about this game for three and a half more quarters without Aaron Rodgers out there? Yeah. We got to watch Zach Wilson? They're on national television five more times this season. Yeah. With Zach Wilson.
0: It's brutal. And then from the Bears' standpoint, because we didn't bring it up last night or today, the Packers lost their first-round pick with that happening. Well,
2: that part's cool.
0: Yeah, I I mean, certainly. I mean, it's (laughs) it's not bad for the Bears. I mean, it sucks for Rodgers certainly not celebrating the injury but at the same time the Packers got screwed by that whole deal
1: I mean I want the Jets being on national tv is a lot more fun with Aaron Rodgers but I'm I'll sign up for watching that defense those dudes hit they I mean that was a flying around situation 1999 Super Chaz we're getting out of here from JL week one in the books we've seen worse QBs than JF1 get aggressive plays called for them they freaking let Zach Wilson hurt it last night hurl it hurl it excuse me gotta work need my glasses uh proof that getsy and then play not to, to not lose not, not to, to win, win.
2: love CHO meatball forever
1: thank you jl struggled through that really. yeah that was a bad job fatigued
0: meatball forever baby Can't. i'll try to get back on positive meatball island right now i'm in a you really had dark a dark place you had a bad meatball show island. for
1: meatball island bad show for you
0: Dude, I've told you, meatballs are just emotional. We're not just, you know, rosy colored glasses at all times. I'm just extremely emotional, and that game broke my heart, and I really need them to bounce back. And I promise, Jaquan Brisker, if you do, I will cheer so loud for you week four when you come back to Soldier Field. You and Brisker need to hug it
2: out. Well, there's going to be plenty of Bears fans in Tampa on Sunday. Oh yeah. There always are. It's yep. going to be like a home game for them and you know what? If they go down there and they spend all that money, they can do
1: whatever they want. Okay. This was um, moderately fun. <laughs> 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 ta ta, Kevin Carlson. Decomposing Karm. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter cuz
0: <laughs> Please. Ta. It says today junior it's yeah, yeah, from yeah, Dirty yeah, Bats yeah. yeah. yeah, to yeah. Ta-ta too.
1: Ta-ta. And today's junior.
0: Ta-ta for now. I'm
1: off my game today. I'm not going to lie.
2: Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at the Carm, at G Braggs. Junior 23. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow noon. Bears back at Halas Hall tomorrow. We will have a hit from Nicholas Moriano at Halas with all the updates. Whatever Matt Eberflus and Justin Fields say in the morning. Hopefully, a better idea on Kyler Gordon's injury. Turn the page. Go to week two.
1: I mean, it's week two for me tonight. Also, uh, tennis league, big match. Trying to get my first win.
2: Sarah, this is where law just ends the show. And,
1: <laughs> uh, and I'll, I'll be talking about it on Twitter. Great yeah, videos gonna be coming out from the, the court.